comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko and joining me as always, he is the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Hello, it's me. I'm the co-host of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's my. That's, that should be my new um, theme song. Okay. Well, if if we is. get theme songs, if yeah. we had theme songs, except for the original, right? Yeah, we got the original, yeah. and then. Um, Greg, can I tell you a story before I forget? Mike, I hope you of, do. Of what? Wait, you hope I tell you the story? I hope I forget. No, I hope you tell me the story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I hope you forget all about it and don't tell me. Um, <laughs> so this happened a couple days ago. Uh oh. First of all, do you know what lucid dreaming is? Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it, but fill me in like I'm three. Okay, so basically lucid dreaming is when you know you're dreaming and you're able to control it. Hmm, okay. Okay? Um, I've had that happen like once or twice, but it's very brief. Like you're, you're in a dream and all of a sudden you're like, this isn't right. And then, and then I, usually after that, I wake up, you know, but I know something, something wasn't right. Right. So the other day I'm like, man, I'm kind of tired. I'm going to take a quick power nap, 30 minute power nap. Be ready to go. Now, granted, I don't think 30 minute power naps actually work because my naps have to be like an hour long at least, right. you know, but I was I even set my alarm 30 minutes. All right. So then I'm kind of laying down trying to fall asleep. And I started thinking about many, many years ago, like 10, Plus years ago, I was reading into astral astral projections. Excuse me. Now, first of all, they're not real. It doesn't happen. (laughs) It's it's fantasy. Tell that to Stephen Strange. uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Stephen Strange. Maybe he he do it. You know. Um, But anyway, and I was remember what online what people were saying like how to do it and stuff like that. So next thing you know, I'm laying there and I basically start floating now by the this is in a dream okay and and i know it's a dream too or at least i know it's not real it's not it's not something's off like you know how in most for me most dreams yeah they're crazy when you think about them you know afterwards but in the dream it's like oh that's completely normal like i'd be like oh yeah i walk downstairs and i'm in greg's house and then i walk outside and my mom's fool's there that's normal you know, but you think about it later on, you're like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Right. In this dream, I'm like, I know what's happening isn't supposed to happen. So I know there, there's something different from reality. But basically, I laid on my bed and I rose my body up, like, like the spirit, quote unquote, whatever you want to say, the astral form. Right. Rose it up, like rose up, went, flew into my corner. And then basically kind of like for – I know it only lasted like three minutes, three, four minutes tops. But I kind of flew around the inside of my house. And like I the entire time going, okay, I didn't necessarily say this is a dream, but this is not real. I know it's not real. Mm-hmm. And I was able to – like the funny part is 
uh, as I'm flying, I'm not because it's like my first time flying, so I'm not good at flying. Right. Like it was very. <laughs> it reminded me of like when I, in Iron Man one when he was just kind of trying to get the you know stabilize it and stuff. That's how I was. But I flew like all like on the I ceiling like flew down to my basement level, and then I flew back up. And I remember looking in a mirror because, and there's no mirror, but in the dream, the mirror was behind me here. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at it and I was, I was basically invisible. Like I had clothes on, but like where, wherever my skin was, you couldn't see it. Like, so you couldn't see, you know, whoa. Um, and then I remember thinking, okay, I can't, because I told Nolan about this dream. Then he's like, well, why don't you fly outside and stuff like that? Cause I, in, in the dream, I was like, I can't push this too much. You know, I, this is like the practice run. And then I, I that's what I, in my dream, that's what I said to myself. Uh, and then I, um, I was like, almost like saw my body there kind of, if I remember correctly, or at least I knew I had to lay back down. And I was like, once I lay back down, I'm going to shake myself away. And sure enough, I floated, laid down where in my usual spot, kind of like shook my body a little bit and then just opened my eyes. And it was, so different from like a regular dream to where I was like, holy, you know, uh, I cannot believe this happened. Like in most dreams, even if I have like really cool dreams, I'm always like, there's kind of like a haziness when mm-hmm. I first wake up. Like I, I either I remember it, but it's like, it seems like so far away. It seemed like it was hours ago that it happened. This was like literally like if I blinked and that was it. And so, yeah, it was, it was amazing. It hasn't happened again. But that was only like two or three days ago. So, I uh, my takeaway from the story, uh-huh. the the simplified version right. is that in your dreams, you're both Doctor Strange and Iron Man. Apparently, okay. I, mean, <laughs> I wish I wish I had the genius level and the uh, bank uh, level of both of them. But uh, you know, I I'll take what I can get. I had a weird dream-related situation this week as well. All right. Ooh, okay. Let me hear. Uh, so, as you know, we have uh, twin newborns in the house. And I don't know if you know this about twin newborns, but uh, sometimes they cry. I just heard them. In the middle of the night. Uh, so, I, I don't remember. Forgive me. I don't remember which morning it was. But I wake up and I, or no, I'm in my dreaming. And I've had this happen in, in year, all through my life. Like there'll be a phone ringing or something like that in my dream. But it's not like then it's like ring, ring, ring or anything like that. It sounds like because it's my alarm going off that I'm hearing in my dream. Well, similar situation here, except in my dream, I'm like, I don't want to say astral projecting myself, but I'm like circling around my house, which is in fire. On fire, in flames. Okay, okay. And what I'm hearing are the screams of my sons inside the house. Oh. Uh, and they're like that, like, high-pitched... <laughs> screams. Oh, yeah. um, and so I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to be in this dream anymore. I'm going to wake up. So I wake up. And I'm still hearing the screaming because they're actually screaming. The house isn't on fire, they're just awake and mad cuz there's not a bottle in their mouth. Did you and then did you go, "Oh no, let me go back to the dream real quick." <laughs> no, there was no escaping at that point. Um, but uh uh in in more sleep-related 
<laughs> news. At one point, I, I I woke up. Was it Thursday morning or Friday morning? I can't remember which. Um, but it was very recent here. And I woke up. You know, and I'm I'm tired, and my wife's tired. God bless her. Uh, you know, she 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 sleeps less than I do because whether or not she hears the boys uh, crying in the middle of the night, she's still got to wake up. You know, so she's awake no matter what. I'm typically not. Um, so that's why I still try to stay up, do the, do like the late shift with them. Like, you know, after we get off, uh, recording here, it, people might be able to hear them in the background if they get really, really, uh, I, I say obnoxious, but like not their fault, but if they get right. really loud, then we'll pause and, you know, yeah. see where we are type of thing. But, uh, um, I do a late shift, you know, like the midnight one o'clock, whatever. And then they go to sleep and hopefully they stay asleep to like five or six. <laughs> oh, gotta go. No. <laughs> I was like, was that them? That was them. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's that type of screaming I, I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. But uh, um, I go in, I hear a little noise, and I look at my phone, and it's like you know about twenty after six or quarter after six or whatever. And I'm like, oh, they're they're gonna need to to get up, I guess. Or, or and I go into their room, and I look over one, and he's asleep, not making a sound. And I look over the other one, and he's asleep, not making a sound. So it must have been like working out a fart or something <laughs> like that, you know? And I, I turn to my wife who's sitting in the rocking chair in there. And I say, is there anything that you need about like that much enthusiasm uh-huh. and energy? She's like, no. I said, okay, I'm going to go shower now. <laughs> so by the time I got out of the shower, then they needed, one of them needed me a little bit more. It all worked out. But uh, one other kid related story, if you'll entertain me, Mike, of course, go for it. This one involves the oldest son, okay. the five-year-old, who okay. had himself at quite the Easter last weekend. Uh, he comes down to three Easter baskets. Of course, he knows only one of them's his, uh, and we hit a bunch of eggs around the house. Um, or you mean sorry, the Easter bunny? Easter bunny? Yeah. yeah. You you might have helped. You might have we, helped. We yeah. were agents. We right. were his agents uh, uh, on the ground. As it yeah. <laughs> Easter Bunny sometimes needs help. What, 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 what's the phrase? Boots on the ground? We were the yeah, boots on the yeah. ground. Or actually, it was after midnight, so we were like the barefoot and flip-flops <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> yes. But um, so he's got, you know, his Easter basket, which has, uh, you know, like a chocolate bunny in it and like a toy type thing. And, and then there's all, I mean, obviously his brothers aren't going to be eating any of the candy. So it's all his, everything he finds. Uh, and then in, in just to help fill up some space in the boys, in the, in the twins baskets, we had, we had some stuff that, you know, they can actually use, you know, like some tummy time things. Uh, and we had, I had gotten, I'm sorry, the Easter bunny had selected for my wife, uh, a chocolate bunny that breaks apart and then dips in peanut butter. Ooh. Um, yeah. Jeff, Jeff peanut butter too. So, um, cause choosy moms choose Jeff. Uh, yes. And then in the other one were two packages of peeps, yellow peeps and blue peeps. Okay. And my oldest boy, he kept saying that he wanted peeps. He wanted to share around like these are uh, like they ended up in that basket, but they're your dad's peeps. So I don't know if <laughs> Easter Bunny forgot to write a note. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so uh, it got to be Thursday and I had to go. I had an appointment here in town, so I had to leave. He said, when we get home, can we share peeps? I said, okay, well, we'll share some peeps when I get home. Uh, so go to the appointment, come home, have some dinner. Apparently, it's time for peeps. 
And he's sitting on one side of the couch. He's like, Dad, sit over by me. I said, I'm going to sit here. If you want peeps, you got to come over here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we we shared peeps, you know, and it was a pack of 15, um, you know, three sleeves of five, whatever. And he had four or five, and I had the rest. And these were the <laughs> these were the blue peeps. Well, these were the blue peeps. And I, I know some people who will, like, open up the package and then let them sit out and get a little stiffer. It's not how I like my peeps. Um, I like okay. my peeps fresh out of the package. Um, so we ate the blue peeps and then he said, all right, now, now dad, the, the yellow peeps. I was like, buddy, I'm going to tell you this to you. Ain't no yellow peeps. <laughs> so I have the yellow peeps. I said, I ate them. How'd you eat them? I said, the same way I ate all these ones, except I didn't have your help. <laughs> <laughs> so the, we, we had to go on a run, uh, this morning, try to find, um, Clearance peeps, ain't no more clearance peeps. I'm surprised. So. I, I don't. I don't know. I like. I don't mind peeps. I don't know how popular they are for Easter candy. I I <laughs> dig them. I've loved. I've loved them since I was a wee lad. No, yeah, that's me. Okay. Well, apparently, maybe they're saying they don't like peeps. That's all right. They don't get them. I'll be right back. Okay. I can edit all this. Out. <laughs> Let's see if you remember. Or if I don't fall asleep with a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, people, I don't know if you can hear that or not, but that's uh, Greg's little twins uh, crying in the background. They're a month old, I think. Let's see, March, April, yeah, about a month old. Uh, so they're uh, they're still in the, the crying uh, at night stage. I barely remember what that's like because my son is 16. So it's been 16 years since I've had to deal with that. Uh, but we'll see if Greg uh, takes any of this out. He might, because he might look and see um, if there's pauses in our talking. Because when you record, like right now, there's going to be bumps, there are little spikes because I'm talking. But if we, if I wasn't talking, it would be just kind of blank space, if that makes any sense. I don't know much about podcasting, and I've been doing it for a long time now. Well, how long? Two, three years? I think two years? Seven years? No, that's not right. By the way, I'm enjoying a Avalanche Amber Ale from Breckenridge Brewery. Okay. All right. Just had to give him a couple peeps. I <laughs> uh, had to give him a pacifier. Ah, I, I don't. We haven't really talked about this. I'll, I'll say it on the on the show. It's fine. Um, but uh, our youngest, youngest Matt, has a situation where it, the way my beautiful, talented, smart nurse practitioner wife explained it to me was that his tear ducts aren't quite like big enough. Okay. So he just gets an accumulation of like crud and crust like mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. his eyes so we're keeping an eye on that i wiped a little bit of that away so now is that something that as he gets older they i don't grow bigger i hope so or or is this going to be an always thing i would imagine it would grow bigger I, I would imagine too yeah i mean i'm not a doctor but you play one on tv that's right that's right all right uh yeah go ahead mike oh um i don't know what oh, we were talking about peace before yeah uh we can move what, on and, and get to like actual 
topics now or however okay, you want to so handle I, I was Okay, so a kind of more nerdy topic. Um, I told you watch Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, right? I know you haven't yet because I just I know you don't have time or something, but I really think you'll like it. Okay, I'm excited. Um, and I started. There's two of them. There's Justice League Dark and then Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. I watched the Apocalypse War already. Have you seen Justice League Dark yet? I think I did because that's got like Jason Blood, Netrigan, and Constantine, uh, voiced by Matt Ryan, I believe. Yes, um, Satana, I think, is also in it. Yeah, but I mean, those people are also in Apocalypse War, so I don't know, I'm not sure which one you watch. But I, Apocalypse War came out in 2020. I have not seen Apocalypse War, I can tell okay. you. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so Justice League Dark, if you watch it, I think if you watch that one and you like it, you'll watch, you'll like uh, Apocalypse War. Uh, and, and one of the reasons is because I saw Etrigan on there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. And um, uh, in Justice League Dark, the uh, first one, um, Dead Man's on there. Yes, Dead Man yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and here, the thing about that is I used to get all of those, like going back to like Justice League War, Justice mm-hmm. League, Throne of Atlantis or whatever, you know, like, yeah. I had all of those. Um, and then they just started coming out so, so rapidly, which is not a bad thing, but no. I fell behind. So, yeah. uh, you know, like the Teen Titans, um, Judas contract, you know, right. I, I have, so I have a lot of them. I've seen... I actually probably by now I've only seen maybe half, so I know I got some work to do. Yeah, and they they just released a trailer for um, uh, Batman Long Halloween. Looks looks kind of interesting. Jeff Lowe book. Yeah, good. I I have not yeah. seen the trailer, and that's apparently what. Yeah, uh, I, I I saw the trailer. I, I can't tell you much about it, but um, that is also a, a Long Halloween or Long Halloween, whatever it's called. Uh, that's apparently what uh, the Batman is going to be based off of. Uh, that's what the rumor is. I don't know. Interesting. It might okay. be a cross between like uh, Long Halloween and Year One or Year Two. Because didn't they say that it takes place in like his second year? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I know it takes place. I think second year and on Earth Two. They're just throwing a whole lot of you know caveats in there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, let's talk about other things that we've watched. Okay. Uh, of course, it is Saturday, so we had new episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. Invincible, mm-hmm. Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Yes. I feel like there should be another one that I'm... Nope, just okay. three. Okay. Uh, so, of those three, mm-hmm. have you watched them all? I have, but here's the thing, Greg. Okay. What time do I normally watch these movies or no, these shows? Two or three in the morning when they come out. Correct. You know when I watched the the last ones, it wasn't until after work, and 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 I because I you know got some sleep and stuff like that, and I, I started working and I get done and then I actually I I was watching Justice League Dark at the time and I, then all of a sudden I was like wait a minute it's Friday, but I got I got to watch the other shows real quick, so I pressed pause on that and then watched uh watched all three of the shows. That's that's where I was uh. This morning, like it was last night, I, you know, again, um, got home, eh, not horribly late, but still, you know, um, eight, eight thirty, something like that, uh, from, from work and, you know, uh, wife and oldest went to bed and I'm doing that late shift like we talk about. And I, I was just watching other shows. Like I, I was watching Outlander, uh, on yeah. Netflix and, and then I kicked over, watched, uh, I think I've been was trying to get caught up on Archer on Hulu. 
uh, and uh, something else. Uh, oh, I was watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, and and then it wasn't until this morning that I'm like, it's Saturday. Oh man, I could have been watching Falcon Winter Soldier, Invincible, <laughs> right. Game Changers, all that stuff last yeah. night. So I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. I started Game Changers, and then we left to go do a family uh, portraits. And so I haven't finished that. And I started watching Invincible, and I think I'm about halfway through Invincible. Um, but that's a tough one because, like, I was watching it while oldest was upstairs getting his bath because, you know, there's some things in there that he doesn't really need to be seeing. And yeah, I, I not kind of a non-spoiler alert. There's definitely something in the last episode that you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and, and same thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, la- the last that last five scene of it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And just okay. By the way, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it. Um, just the image of Johnny Walker with the bloody shield. Did you call him like, Johnny Walker like the what, bourbon or whiskey or yeah, whatever it is? Yeah, yeah, Johnny Walker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the image of him with the bloody shield from killing uh, whoever that character was. They just called him a, a super soldier. They, I don't yeah. think he had his name. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, okay. So that's, that's the kind of character this guy's going to be. Okay. Yeah. Um. No restraint. No. You know, and, and when he pocketed, okay, again, spoiler, we apologize. But again, if you if you are listening to this before watching uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, then your priorities are out of whack and you deserve True. it. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, when he pocketed the vial that that Zemo had, you know, overlooked, I thought, yeah, he's going to end up taking that. Yeah. Uh, now, and and just like, you know, they had the conversation of uh, I think it was he and Battlestar. Um, yeah. Or, you know, what the serum does to you. He's like, well, you know, for Steve Rogers, it, it gave him more Steve for Steve Rogers, for Carly, whatever her name was. You know, it's it's amplifying that. You, you kind of got the feeling that John Walker is not a real good guy to begin with. Like, he even talked about, like, the three medals of honor or service medals or whatever that he had the earned. He's like, yeah, but the things we had to do, if they only knew the things that we had to do to earn them or something like that, you know. Right. Like, he's not... He's not the the golden boy. No, but he's also not like when he goes. He was especially when he was talking about that. Talking about the Medal of Honor. He's. I think he said something along the lines of, "Yeah, I, now I get reminded of the worst day of my life, or mm-hmm. something like that." Mm-hmm. So he's more. He's not your typical. I'm a bad guy, you know, twisting the evil mustache type of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's more. Uh, he, he's conflicted. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, definitely pushed himself over more to the bad side when he killed that guy, you know, and when he didn't show, you know, wasn't showing restraint, even just walking into, <laughs> excuse me, when Falcon was uh, talking to Carly right. or whatever her name was. Yeah. Uh, they had, you know, it was like one job and, and they were working towards a, dare I say a peaceful end, you yeah. know, uh, I think we can throw that one out the window. Yeah. Now, there's only two more episodes left. Right. Rumor I, has it that Reed Richards will show up on the next one. <laughs> so, <laughs> you sure it's not uh, Mephisto? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, they... Again, Sam and uh, Bucky were had rendezvoused with Carly, you know, and they're having a discussion. 
Right. You know, it was after she reached out to Sam's sister. He's like, I know all about your family. You know, I don't, I can't remember if that was from a conversation earlier in the episode or if she just did a little digging because of the internet. Um, right. I can't remember. Seemed like, I, I don't, I, I haven't missed an episode. Like, it's not like lock and key where, where, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I missed something, but I don't remember, like, why they would have had any, like, why their bond is so close, you know, like Sam and, and Carly. Um, uh, good reason to go back and, and rewatch it, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, when then, when, uh, Cap- Captain America and Battlestar came in and, and, uh, or, or went to the other place and, and then they ended up on the running, leaving that one meeting and, and going across there. And she comes in and, like, just crushes Battlestar. Like the, oh yeah, that uh, fist or, or it was a fist or a kick, I can't remember, but just like had to just almost explode his heart, you know, if you think yeah. about it. And so that was, but like Steve Rogers, you know, Captain America in First Avenger had witnessed the what he at least thought was the death of his, you know, best friend and sidekick, mm-hmm. however you want to phrase it, uh, when Bucky fell off the train, and he, while he responded, but he responded within the confines of. You know, military tactics and, right. you know, going and, you know, cutting the, the, in an attempt to cut the head off the snake type of thing. You know, he didn't just go and like take his shield and crush it into somebody's sternum half a dozen times. Yeah. A- and, um, do, do you think I, everybody's recording? Sorry. Right. No, you know, I, but do you think that I know he's a super soul? Well, I know that. The now victim is a super soldier, uh, but there was enough blood on the shield. Do you think that he like ended up cutting him in half? Uh, if not in half, he's definitely not alive anymore. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, uh, just the the way he was going at it. Too, mm-hmm. You know, ah, I, I not, now I'm wondering. The next episode, they have to obviously they have to address it, but address it from a point of you know the government quote unquote is the one who gave this guy the shield, right? Gave him the moniker of Captain America. Now these the videos are going to be all over of quote unquote the new Captain America basically killing a guy with his shield. So do they try to take the shield back from him? Do they you know fire him quote unquote? Yeah, I think that's uh. And maybe that's where U.S. agent comes in play because he's like, yeah. well, I can't be Captain America anymore, but I've still got these abilities. And he also looked like he, when it all was over, either he looked like he didn't have any remorse or maybe the the gravity of it all hadn't necessarily sunk in on him. Like, he's just looking around, saw all the cameras, and he's like, hmm. He, he looked like somebody who was still enraged. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Or, you know, and I hate most people to say this, but seeing red, um, unwritten. I believe so. Actually, unwritten law. Unwritten law. Yeah. I I don't know why, but this that reminds me of when I was at ISU. Probably because I think the song was popular at the time. I, I'm trying to think. I I was in. I don't think I've gone out to Nebraska yet. I feel like that was a song that I burned onto a, a CD. Probably. Yeah. You know. With like sixty other songs or whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was a it was an intense episode. Um, really interested to see. I, I 
I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this. I don't I can't I don't know if I'm enjoying this as much as I was enjoying WandaVision. I'm I'm enjoying it more. You are? Okay. Well, and in because we talked about it before, part of the reason that I didn't enjoy WandaVision as much is because I was online looking at all the rumors. So my expectations were right. way higher than they should have been. Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't have done that, if I would have just watched it, except I honestly don't didn't think the first episode was good and the second episode was okay, but it got better. If I wouldn't have had my expectations so high, um, I would it would have and, and it would have been fine. It would have been better, and mm-hmm. it's still even it's still a fine TV show. True. Sure. Uh, I, I I like this one better. But uh, by the way, Greg, you know that the first episode was not good. It was just a fifty sitcom. Yeah, but I like 50 sitcoms. Yeah, but I mean, that's I used to sit, I, back in the day, like, I used to wear out TV land, like Dick Van Dyke show, and, uh, uh, this would have been pre Bewitched, but like, um, Mr. Ed and Green Acres. Like, I used to, I, I was in the bag for all that stuff back in the day, my man. Uh, I, I, I think those are my, my mom's shows. You could, you know, you and her could do a 50s podcast together. Uh, discussing, okay. oh, do you like Andy Griffith? Because I know she loves Andy Griffith. Yeah. Andy Griffith show, she absolutely loves that. Beverly Hillbillies, I I think she's yeah I know she's watched it, but I, I, only reason I, I know Mash and Andy Griffith show. Hogan's Heroes, F Troop. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I, I'm not a very smart man, Mike, but I have okay. extensive like classic TV knowledge. Well, hey, you know Lassie, Dennis the Menace, the 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 old black and white shows that they used to have. Yeah. Yeah, those are all. Those are all shows. Those are sure. all shows, indeed. Yeah. Speaking of shows, <clears throat> yes, take us in another direction. <laughs> um, did you? Okay, so you did you see all of Game Changer? No. Okay. Okay, won't spoil it. Did you see all of Invincible? Not yet. Okay, that's fine. Uh, should we get into the meat? Because oh, it's already uh, eleven o'clock, uh, and I know you got to get some. Uh, Sleep or baby time. I don't know. Should we get into the meat of what we, uh, what you sent me and said, Hey, this is going to be the topic? Yeah. All right. So, uh, I don't know the exact message. Gray might be able to read it, but it was something along the lines of, Hey, uh, pretend we had a time machine. Mm-hmm. You can go back in time and talk to a creator, a writer, whoever, and kind of warn them of something that's going to happen as far as what the response to their art or their movie is going to be, what would you, who would you go to? Yep. Now, I have, uh, I want to say two main answers. Okay. Or two main people. Do you want to, do, I, and then I know we had some from the YouTube mates, or one one person from the YouTube mates commented a couple of times, which shout out to you. Uh, and, but we'll get to that. Do you want to start with his, or do you want to start with ours? What do you want to start with? Let's go ahead and uh, uh, get... Get uh, our YouTube mate uh, uh, Eric's comments right. out. So that's Eric from YouTube Mates. I also believe he has a YouTube channel. He does. Uh, the Unapologetic Geek. The Unapologetic so, Geek. So go check him out. And if you're on YouTube, might as well check out Nerds United on YouTube and subscribe to us. Might as well. And uh, for full disclosure, peek behind the curtain. The reason you're not getting a YouTube video this week is because it took Greg a whole week to post last week's video. <laughs> so if you want to hear our great uh, burger conversation, it's up finally. We had we recorded it last week, last uh, Friday, 
Yeah. And it got up uh, this Friday, just, uh, you know, a day or two ago, depending on when you're listening to the podcast. So it's been, like I said, Mike, it's been a busy week. Yeah, that's understandable. All right. So go with what, what, what did Eric comment? Eric said, by the way, we will, we will jump into these and agree with them or disagree with them. Okay. Accordingly. Hey guys, maybe let's not try to do Dark Phoenix again. You know as well as I do that Disney's going to buy us all out, and Feige and his team can do it so much better than us. Uh, absolutely agree. Uh, number one, because like I said, we've they've already done the Dark Phoenix saga before. Yeah, they did and it in a, um, X-Men Last Stand. Correct. And didn't do it that great in that first one. Um, it didn't do it that great in the second try. And now, by the way, not saying I hated the movie. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it could have been better. And and I'll, I'll tell you what, I think I like the second version better. Um, it had a, a lot of the same uh, beats as the yeah. original, but it also had a trip to space, which True. is where, you know, the, which is where she really encounters the Phoenix Force uh, initially. So um, at, at least I go back to, I've read the Phoenix Saga, the uh, right. I guess it's technically the Dark Phoenix Saga. Um but I, it's so in depth, and and they leave so much out. You know, there's no Hellfire Club in the movies right. because they just they're not going to tell that story because they don't have. I don't even think in the MCU they would tell that story because there's so much going on that it's. I think it would get lost. Um, it works great in the comic. They touched on it a little bit in the '90s cartoon, I believe. Me, I, I know they had yeah. the Hellfire Club. I don't know if they, um twisted it in uh merged it in with uh, the the phoenix saga but but uh is the the dark phoenix again i think uh, i don't know i like i like aspects of both like i like the notion of you know like this cure the the mutant cure that is being essentially like dripped from a mutant who has the power to like within six feet, your powers don't work around me. Right. Um, and, and not to say that like, you know, mutant gene is wrong, but I liked that aspect of storytelling and I liked it. Warren Worthington, the third, the youth, uh, you know, who's like, it's, it's a little barbaric to, to watch, but you know, like you've got the, you know, pre adolescent Warren Worthington, the third, and he's in there like trying to shave down his, his wings. And, you know, he, he goes in full of shame uh, a little bit of his dad's urging to get the the cure, and then he's like, "This is not not what I want." You know, right. he ends up like, if I recall, he like blasts out the the window of the building. Yep, and it has it very reminiscent uh, aspect of uh, Alex Ross's uh, Marvels. Um, there's a cover where really when the X Men are first introduced, and it's uh, Angel uh, Warren Worthington the third. Uh, carrying off a a young mutant child who is being the victim of you know like a, a hateful attacks things like that the the anti mutant uh, you know uh, rhetoric and, but it in the movie I think they got that picture across without holding the child you have the the expansive wings uh, uh, that actor's criminally underrated in my opinion um, I can't remember his name it's how underrated he is uh, but he's he was good he was good in three ten to Yuma as well. Um, but I, so I like aspects that oddly enough, I, I enjoyed, uh, Kelsey Grammer as beast to oh, an yeah, extent. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but my big problem with the first run, uh, in X-Men 
the first run of X-Men movies is like, why in the world would they wipe out Cyclops at the end of the second movie? I still don't, or I'm sorry, at the beginning of the third movie. Yeah, I still don't understand that to this day. I, I can tell you why. Because he, uh, uh, he has the, had the part in Superman Returns. So, uh, but actually both Brian Singer and him, uh, Brian Singer obviously left to go film Superman Returns and he couldn't film, it both. was something like he was, he was, yeah, he, was, he couldn't film both. And he had signed up for I, I don't know how the contracts work, but basically right. that's how, that's why they killed him. Well, off. I know that uh, uh, the initial director of Superman Returns ended up doing uh, X Men or X Three Last Stand, and like Brett the director, uh, yeah, they, they they switched. Oh, I didn't I didn't know Brett Ratner. Um, uh, he was was going to do Superman. He was initially uh, attached to that, and then I yeah. think the studio went went a different way. So interesting. No, I, I didn't know that. That's what yeah. happened with. Uh, okay, well, there you go. But yeah. still, it's a. Uh, I felt like that entire series. Maybe he he was quite cyclops. I, I think he was a little bit like Cyclops in the first movie, but I don't think he was very Cyclopsian in the second or and obviously wasn't there in the third movie. I I feel like he was wasted in that in that series, but. Uh, um, yeah, so Dark Phoenix, yeah, let's let's not let's not do it. Even though I, we we didn't hate it, let's let's hold off and and get, get it in more capable hands. Yes. So, um, next one. All right. Next one says, "Hey Frankie, I know that young and Winona Ryder just flaked out on you, and I really don't think you should cast your daughter as the second most important character in the third entry of your series. Maybe we should delay a little and try again to get Robert Duvall to sign on." You can't have a Godfather movie without Tom, and you can't really can't use such a big tentpole to test your daughter's acting skills. Anything? Godfather um, three, okay. uh, Sofia Coppola. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's the thing. Uh, I have not seen Godfather one, two, or three. What? Yeah. Maybe I've seen clips of them, but I know I've never sat down and watched them. Would you be interested? In watching the first Godfather, and the only reason I ask that one specifically is that's the only one that I actually own. Oh, um, yeah, maybe. Okay. If I ever get over to your house, you know, and and, and uh, I get a copy of it or something, yeah. But it's cool. nothing I'm uh, holding my breath for. I actually just uh, loaned a uh, coworker the Charlton Heston film Ben Hur this past week. Classic uh, piece of cinema. Uh, he joked, he's like, yeah, my wife won't watch it. She doesn't watch anything before 1990. I was like, there's a lot of good stuff before 1990. I don't know if, yeah. you, if you've heard of Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Jaws, or all the, <laughs> the ones that I used. He's like, eh, she doesn't, she doesn't think the graphics are good. I'm like, well, it's part of their charm. Right, yeah. So, speaking of, let's get on to another one from Eric. Hey, George, put down the editing software. You don't need to fix the Star Wars trilogy, for God's sake. Uh, I would I would say 100% agree. Yep. The, the, I, 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 those know, reissues I, in the late 90s were they were they were tough. And you know what? I, I think a lot of directors or uh, producers, whatever you know, whoever makes movies, I think a lot of times they do want to go back and fix stuff because, from what I've heard from interviews, uh, it's almost like you're never finished. Mm-hmm. There's always little oh, I can make sure. Not okay. I'm not uh, a, a director at all or anything like that. I'm not even art, that artistic, but I can somewhat relate in the fact that 
So the la- for the last several months, I've had to make these other Wii videos, WE videos, uh, basically lessons that I send to the schools. And we started it. Well, I mean, I've done seventh grade and sixth grade, but I, I'll do them, edit it and stuff like that. I'll send it off to the teachers. And I've, like I said, I've already done seventh grade. I'm actually, actually I'm done with sixth grade now too, but I can, I look back at my old seventh grade videos, which are only less than a year old. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh my God, I would never send that out again. Like I just look at it. I'm like, Ooh, it's not good. You know, and I would, I, if, if we couldn't go back into the classroom and I had to send out videos again starting next year, I would re-record every single one of them. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and granted, they're not really long videos or, you know, 30 minutes at the most usually, but it was just, I, I remember looking at one. I'm like, that's, and I, at the time, I think it's good. I'm like, oh, okay. This, this ain't bad. And I look at it, you know, even a month later and I'm like, oh, I, just cause I learned how mm-hmm. to do more of the stuff. As far as editing and putting stuff in, um, that I, I'm like, I can change this. So I, just with that, I can understand so, uh, a well-known director, somebody who's actually talented, looking at something and going, ah, I can, I can do better. And it's very relevant now that we're a few weeks removed from the Snyder Cut. Because if you think about it, those re-releases of, you know, like episode four, five, and six of Star Wars, He's like, well, we didn't have the technology back in the 70s and early 80s to do all this. Well, it almost makes it like the Lucas cut. You know, like now we're getting his full vision. We didn't need it. We didn't want it. No. We needed a different Justice League. Right, exactly. But we didn't need a new Star Wars with uh, uh, digital Banthas or whatever tracked in place. So. All right, uh, we've got one more. Speaking of Justice League, uh-huh. not Justice League, um, are we absolutely sure we want to try to start a connected universe after just one movie with above-average reviews? Maybe let's do some standalone films with Batman and the Flash first. Maybe let's let Superman grow a bit more. Heck, I hear Patty Jenkins has a pretty good idea for Wonder Woman. Shouldn't we keep Snyder on the back burner for a while? Um, yeah, agreed. And it kind of goes along with one of the things I, I, I'm going to get at here in a little bit. Uh, so far, let's be honest. Um, the only people that have done a connected universe, uh, well is Marvel and possibly, uh, Godzilla and King Kong. Although some people didn't like the, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters one. I liked it though. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, it was the Godzilla. I, I've never seen all the gods. I never saw the Godzilla movie. I just saw Godzilla. I saw um, King Kong, uh, Skull Island, yeah, Godzilla King of Monsters, and Godzilla vs. Kong. Well, let me tell you what you missed with that Godzilla movie. Okay. It, uh, let's say it's two hours. I don't remember the exact runtime. Okay. So you got like an hour and 40 minutes of humans. Okay. And 10 minutes of monsters and 10 okay. minutes of credits. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's, uh, that's I, I heard it wasn't that good. So. And I really liked Kong v uh, Godzilla. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, I'm on I'm on board with you. I, there was a whole lot of like suspension of disbelief that I couldn't really wrap my brain. Like the Hollow Earth part, I was like, "Come on, guys." 
I I find it easier to believe that there's a 300 foot tall radioactive <laughs> lizard reptile than I, you know. Uh, I, I I wish I could have been there watching it with you. And like you see Godzilla and you see Kong fighting, you're like, yeah, of course. And then they go into Hollow Earth, and you're like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, guys. I didn't react that way. <laughs> it's only something that's uh, uh, been with me more as we go. But I did enjoy the movie. Yes. Um, as for the the DC you you know cinematic universe, I'm f- I'm there for the tone. You know, like it could be a little darker. It doesn't have to be all. I think it was Mark Bernardin on. Uh, Fat Man Beyond, who said, any any Superman movie that you can't take a 10-year-old to is not re- a real Superman movie because Superman should be about so much more than, you know, like dark and gritty and things like that. Um, and I there were, there were aspects of that Man of Steel movie that just absolutely made me sore, you know? I mean, like when he, when he's learning to fly, you know, he gets the suit on that first time and he's, he's going to take off. I was there for it. And, I I even I justify the end of the movie by saying, "What's he going to do? He doesn't know how to send somebody to the Phantom Zone. He can't really like throw him to the moon because Zod has powers and he'll just jump right back." And you know there were innocent lives at stake, so I'm I I feel like it's justifiable. I don't know if I can't even call it justifiable homicide, but like like what what is you know what is superman supposed to do in that I, nobody has yet to give me a a, a very a, a good answer as to like what is superman supposed to do in that in that moment because everybody's like well the writer shouldn't have written that scene or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, okay but you still have this battle between zod and superman it's going to have to have a conclusion somehow well, okay, a couple of things. Uh, one, yes, it's the writer's fault. Uh, you could, they could have said something up earlier, like you mentioned with, with the negative zone or the phantom yeah. zone. Phantom zone, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, whatever it was, oh, this, uh, it's a crystal and it leads to the phantom zone, whatever it is. Um, or let's say they don't do it. Let's say, let's say that it does end with Superman, um, snapping Zod's neck. Uh, I want, and, I want to see how that affects him moving forward, not just him screaming. I want to see in a next movie, is he more hesitant to fight? Does he realize he loves snapping necks now and he just does it all the time? <laughs> snapping you know? necks and cashing checks. <laughs> exactly. You know, maybe that's him. Who knows? Well, uh, so, but, but, I, but the next time we see him, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Next time we see him is in Batman v Superman. Yes. And it is. Over on foreign soil, right? Where he, uh, doesn't yeah, he come yeah. out uh, to save Lois or or whatever when she's she's there trying to speak with some you know terrorist group leader right. or something like that? So, but he's not like I I, I don't know I, I can't remember the the exact setup. It's been a little bit since I've seen the movie, but he's not like there to I'm just gonna cut everybody in half with my laser vision, my my heat vision. He's you know he's I don't know it's. Yep. I'm saying it's like it's not even ever mentioned again. It would be as if you know, obviously Batman's parents get killed, and then he just he just goes on all this his life. And, uh, it's fine. Like you're like, what? No, 
remember that that trauma that just happened? Do you want to be mentioned mm-hmm. at all? You know, it's and granted they haven't had a Man of Steel two. I've heard rumors that they are, and I've heard rumors that they're not. Um, and maybe it gets mentioned then, but I, I doubt it. I'm glad you you bring that up because do you think that like a, the Man of Steel came out 2014? Yeah, that's right, give or take. Yeah. Uh, and if they were to do a Man of Steel two, realistically, it would be 2023 before that movie ever came out. Oh yeah. So do you think nine years is a little long to go back and be like? Let me tell you, Lois. When I snap Zod's neck, whew, this I've been yeah. I've been living with that. Is it too long to go back, or or do you say, or or is there a way that you can say? And obviously, I'm not a writer. Um, I'm barely a speaker anymore. <laughs> but but is there a way that you can say, uh, yeah, you know, I've been I've been living with that. You know, there I haven't met a, a, another Kryptonian since. Uh, you know, the last one that I met, I snapped his neck, you know, and, and it's been weighing on me every day. That might be, and I'm just freestyling this, but like, if he ever, if they ever introduced Supergirl, and he's like, you know, wow, that's, you know, again, I don't, I'm, it's a horrible mm-hmm. setup, but I'm like, the last Kryptonian that I met, you know, it was not cut from the House of El Cloth, and, and, uh, you know, he, I, I've, I've been, uh, grieving every day since that I had to that I had to take one you know Kryptonian life type of thing. I don't know. No, no, you're 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 on the right path. Um, I also think you could do it because, and I can't think of one, but I guarantee you, there's shape shifting uh, aliens uh, that are as enemies. You could have it to where one of them uh, shows up as as Zod, just randomly. And kind of in the background. So he's like constantly seeing this, right. this person that, you know, has affected him this yeah. whole time. That's true. You know, and, and, and you bring up a good point of like, hey, this is the, you know, as far as he knew, it was one of the last croutons, you know. So it's somebody that it's, it's you know, it's somebody from his planet mm-hmm. that he ended. And, 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 and granted, like you said, it's been nine, it'll be nine years. So it might be too late to address it but maybe you, you know you can and say that you know he's been thinking about it for you know i think about it every day kind of, kind of one of those mm-hmm. things so but yeah but um I, I think going back to to the topic of hand which is you know like a shared universe mm-hmm. um i i do think again i'm 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 fi- fine with the tone of the dc movies i you know somebody said i was probably on the fat man beyond again i, I I don't mean to intentionally reference, but as far as like nerdy podcasts go, that's about the one I listen to. You know, I yeah. listen to one, I record one, and and that's about it. Um, but the, you know, there was the DC Warner Brothers DC movies, whatever, are there for for the creators. They are they are films, whereas you know, so you know, I think that's what they're talking about with with the, the Snyder cut uh, is that it, it's, it's a legitimate film, you know? And, and uh, uh, again, that's what Kevin and Mark were saying. I'm just regurgitating their words and doing it poorly. Um, but I, I'm, I'm in for the tone. I do think it would have been better to at least, uh, you know, set up a little bit more a justice league before jumping right into it. I say that. And then at the same time, I like the idea of everybody, 
I, but you can have Batman. I almost feel like it works if Batman is still like the central figure where he's, you know, pulling up like research on Cyborg Flash, Wonder Woman. But then we get the Wonder Woman movie like we got before Justice League, which we got. You know, so I'm, that, they handle that one accurately. I, I was fine with Wonder uh, Woman's appearance in uh, Batman v Superman. Um, Cyborg Flash, Aquaman. I would have liked to have seen them have their movies before. Obviously, we're still waiting on two of those movies, and we'll probably never get a cyborg movie anymore. <laughs> At least not no, with Ray sadly. Fisher, uh, yeah. unfortunately. But uh, um, yeah, I think you needed to lay a little bit more groundwork. You didn't. You had Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, and Iron Man Two before you ever had Avengers. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as is it asking too much to get like. One more movie, or we still haven't seen the Black Widow. Oh, I take it because we had Hulk as well. We had a couple versions of yeah. Hulk. Um, I feel bad I left him out, but we didn't have a Hawkeye movie. Uh, we didn't have a Black Widow movie, you know, so we didn't have movies on the, dare I say, humans, you know, well, <laughs> on the side characters. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, side, at, the, at the time, they were side characters. Right. So if we, but again, we had Black Widow in Iron Man 2. You know, and a sustained yeah. role. Uh, and Hawkeye was in Thor. Thor. You know, mm-hmm. briefly. I don't, you know, barely saw him. But he was there. Um, give me give me a little bit more. You can still have Batman bring them all together in Justice League. You know, you can still have uh, the situation where Batman's like, well, I've been keeping tabs on these guys. I, I But now we need them. We have this global threat type of thing. I don't know. It's... um. I, I, I think it needed a few more foundation pieces. You're absolutely correct. DC jumped into it. They they saw the success of Avengers and like we mm-hmm. need to, we need to be there right now. Yeah. Um also really what what they if they I think if they would have included how do I phrase this? Justice League would have been so much more well received. It probably would have been the number one superhero movie of all time if they would have only included Green Lantern. Greg, that that brings up my point. And by the way, I knew you were going to say that too. I know. I, um, I looked. I saw a look on your face. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I'll, I'll say what mine because mine kind of relates to that. So, when you when you emailed that to me, I, there was one thing I thought of, and that was Green Lantern. But I'm gonna. I, I'm, I'm not going where you think I'm gonna go. Okay, we do have to go back to 2011, which is I believe is when Green Lantern came out. Correct. correct? Okay. Now, I actually recently, and I will say recently, and I did this for this point here, I watched Green, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern again. Just to be like, okay, is it, how do I remember it? Is it as bad as I remember? Is it better? Whatever, you know. Here's what I'll say. I'll, first of all, I'm going to say to the studios, whoever was running the studio back then, uh, don't have a Green Lantern film yet. Because Green Lantern was supposed to start the DC extended universe. Not a good idea. Nothing against Green Lantern. It's, but it's a lot for somebody that's just going in kind of blind, uh, to take in. Because you think about with Marvel, they did it with Iron Man. Very, I say grounded. He wasn't dealing with, you know, magic and outer space and, you know, aliens. Uh, and that's Green Lantern was dealing with space, different kind of aliens 
trying to tell you about the Green Lantern ring, uh, dealing with trying to tell you how Jordan is all in one movie. So I say don't, don't do a Green Lantern movie just yet. Okay. Start with something a little bit more grounded. Start with maybe a cyborg movie. I would say, um, start with, uh, even a flash. As long as you're not doing Flashpoint Paradox, start with a, 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 you can do a Flash movie. Something where it's, you're not, you could tell like kind of a, a on the ground type of story, mm-hmm. you know? And also, I, a lot of people would think, well, oh, just start with Batman or start with Superman, start with the big three. Marvel did a good, they, they, they didn't start with, well, cause they couldn't, but they exactly. didn't start with their, with their biggest and it worked out for them. Yeah. I think a lot of people, Hopefully, people listening to this are no, but there are a lot of people that are like, you know, they they built a cinematic universe without the ten poles, without Spider Man, without X Men, you know, yeah. uh, and they had their C list, yeah, 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 and and I, then and then they went, you know, a few years into it, they said, hey, we're going to go with the G list and bring in Guardians of the Galaxy, and even I'm like, yeah, the hell's the Guardians of the Galaxy? I, same, same. <laughs> and then right, I get there so, and I and yeah. I laugh my ass off. Oh yeah, yeah, amazing. So I, I, I say if you're gonna do that, like start with Cyborg, start with Flash. You know, a Green Lantern, you bring it in there later. You know that, but that seems to me almost like a Phase Two type of of movie. You know, uh, but and I will also this say this about Green Lantern. Um, what and I and I don't necessarily have a great solution to it, but the 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 animated suit, the thing that everybody makes fun of, it was ridiculous. Now. I understand what they're going for with it because his suit isn't made of cloth. Yes, I see you, Greg. I don't care. You know, if you, you know, it was ridiculous. I loved it. That's all, no, no, it was ridiculous. I still it was love absolutely it. ridiculous. But here's the thing. Uh, you like his suit, like I said, it's not made of cloth. It's not something he puts on you know, like a t-shirt. It's something I believe that comes from his ring. Right. Okay. But the studio should have seen that. And seeing, okay, oh, that looks ridiculous. Let's try something else. So even if it's a, you know, cloth suit with CGI kind of over where, where every once in a while you, you notice it's, oh, there's something different about it. I think that would have worked a little bit better. If you think about it nowadays, I think they could do, actually, I know they could do a lot better because <laughs> Greg's turning around. <laughs> Greg, by the way, I love the fact that you are not going bald. <laughs> I'm dude, not, you, dude. You should see my hair. Oh my god! But anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I, so for the Spider-Man movies and for Iron Man, his suits are uh, CGI. No. Yes. No. Yes. I, I, I'm here to tell you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that Marvel slash Disney built a working, functioning Iron Man <laughs> yeah. suit. Yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah. Did you see this in the news? Allegedly. Disney has built a fully functional uh, lightsaber. I I did see the headline for that. I did not read it. That's terrifying. All right. So mine was uh, Studios, uh, stop interfering, and Green Lantern, fix that suit. And and honestly, fix the fix your movie. Okay. So if you had to go back, where would you go back to? Who would you talk to? What would you say to him? George. George Lucas, do you really have a plan for three movies? 
It, because in the third one, you're going to expose these two as brother and sister, but in the first ones, you had them kissing an awful lot. And I just I, wonder if that's wise. That's going to be very confusing to little boys and girls out there. <laughs> so, yeah, but, what if George, when you do that, George responded with, what? Don't brothers and sisters always kiss each other like that? You're like, George, no. No. Now we, now we have to talk about something else, George. <laughs> George, here, me, meet our doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're... What happened you're in your youth, correct. George? Right. <laughs> uh, no, you're absolutely correct. Uh, no, okay, you know what? I heard rumors for years that uh, he had nine films in mind. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's what the... He always knew about the prequels. He always knew about the originals. And he always knew about the extended one. Uh, I call bullshit on that one. I agree. I think he, he like, had one in mind. Yeah. And then saw the success of that. I was like, oh, sure. I better throw something else together. All right. But you also got to think, like, did he not watch his first one? Because why Why would he later on make a brother and sister? Yeah. I don't know. You, you could just be like, no, they're not brother and sister. They're, they're, they're close friends. You know? They're close friends who kiss on the lips and then she runs off with the scoundrel. Right. Yeah, of course. I feel like I've got another one. I got one more. Okay, hit me with it, Mike. Give me, Mike, give me time. Okay. To think. Once again, this is uh, hey, studio. There's two things. Uh, hey, studio, quit interfering. This is Sony back in whenever Spider-Man Three came out. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Uh, you have jogged my memory. Tell me okay. more. Okay. Okay. So uh, essentially, the Sam Raimi was making Spider-Man. He already made a great Spider-Man. He made a great Spider-Man Two. He's making Spider-Man 3, and the studio says, hey, you need to have Venom in there. He tells them, hey, I don't know much about Venom. I don't think I can work Venom in this uh, movie. And they go, well, you have to. So if, if the studio wouldn't have done that, if they, if they didn't have Venom in Spider-Man 3, you don't have stupid emo Parker. You don't have jazz dancing uh, Parker. Uh, you don't have Topher Grace as Venom, which was just... It just the Venom character in there was horrible because the Venom character is supposed to be this huge hulking mass. Uh, and, you know, whenever you saw Venom on Spider-Man 3, his, you, you saw Topher Grace because he'd peel back the, the, the you know, his goo, his, his Venom, his, the symbiote. Why? Now, granted, I know why studios doing that because they, hey, we paid money for Topher Grace. You know, he's popular at the time. We want people to see him. Fuck it. Who cares? You know? I kind of, you know, it, it reminds me of uh, South Park when their first, uh, their one of their first seasons. Uh, they said they they had people coming, like celebrities wanting to do voice characters, you know, voice acting. One of them they had was George Clooney, who very popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, still now today, but even more popular at the time. <clears throat> they had him play a dog. They had him just bark. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. So it was like, hey, we're not going to do it. Where you know. Uh, hey, George Clooney's on this episode, and you know you hear George Clooney talk for the show. No, he barked. That's it. You know, like all the celebrity, so, all all the celebrity uh, impersonations are, are done poorly. I think that even used to be in the disclaimer or something. It was, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, sorry. Back to back to Spider Man Three. Uh, I I think you have a much better story if you take Venom out of it. Now, I would say to Sam Raimi, because uh, I believe this would, I, if this was his idea. You don't need to have every villain be connected personally to Peter Parker. Right. You, you had it in Spider-Man 1, you had it in Spider-Man 2. 
I remember being on the internet and in, in, in the message rooms and the chat boards before Spider-Man 3 came out and hearing about how Sandman's going to be the villain, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, okay, this is going to be amazing. There's no connection, because at the time I didn't think what it was going to be. There's no connection between Peter Parker and Sandman. Mm. So Peter, so it's, you don't have that, uh, confliction. He's just a bad guy. You know, how, how does Peter Parker deal with that? That's what I wanted to see. And then of course they had to go the route of, oh, well, it was actually Sandman that killed uh, his, his dad. All right. So that just invalidates the other two movies then. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't, I don't even mind the, and in fact, I like that he's doing it for his daughter. Yeah. That was, that's, that was sweet. That was touching. That's fine. Don't, you, you don't need a connection. You don't, a, there doesn't need to be a personal connection between Parker and uh, Sandman. So what were you thinking about it? I, I'm, I'm in Spider-Man three as well, mm-hmm. but mine is to the writers. Okay. Sam and Ivan Ramey and Alvin Sargent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say, look, they're making you pigeonhole a Venom story into this movie. You don't have to make him emo. And I would, I would leave it at that. Mm-hmm. He, he should have like, an edge, yeah. have a chip on his shoulder, and be a dick. Yeah, but not be like you know, twirling her in the streets and dancing in uh, the jazz club and and things that like that's not none about nothing about that says like I'm evil. I've right. Look at me. I'm wearing a, a darker suit. No, it all it's just saying is like, well, I'm actually kind of a fun guy. Well, you know, you know no, but no, just no, like uh, just make him completely, make, make him a complete asshole to Mary Jane, which I, you know, uh-huh. I, I know they did that. Uh, you know, have him not treat Aunt May real nice. I mean, just everybody who cares for him, have have him blow him off without being like, yeah. Uh, no, what what it shows me is that the the writers had no clue what it means to be. Uh, Venom. Uh, uh, yeah, Venom or Evil, really. Yeah. Which is odd because they made some evil movies, so you would think they would know. <laughs> well, they did make some evil but, dead movies. Yeah. Um, uh, can can yeah. we pick on Sam Raimi one more time? Yeah, of course. Well, where do you stand? And I don't know even know if this is a, a pick pick on, but where do you stand on Spider Man One, the Green Goblin, like the armor? Do you think it'd have been better if it was just like, you know, like the the green face paint and you know, like the more traditional comic book look? You know, uh, absolutely, and um, they had a version of that. They have uh, – I've seen the behind-the-scenes type of thing where they actually show, like, an actual mask that looks like um, Green Goblin, like from the cartoon. Hmm. Like, a, like a plastic – I don't want to say plastic, rubber rubber mask. Yeah, the prosthetic. Uh, yeah. Also, why would you hire William Defoe, a man who basically looks – no offense, William Defoe, you're an amazing person, but – you can't get a more Green Goblin looking person than William Defoe, and you put a mask. Like, dude, paint yeah. his face green. He's Green Goblin, right? I mean, they did it for Jim Carrey in the mask, like you know, yeah. seven or eight years prior. <laughs> just exactly, you know, just ride the tide, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, any other words of warning that you would retroactively uh, uh, give to to anybody? Uh, I'd go back in time and. Say several things to myself. Invest in Bitcoin. Uh, no, I'd be like, don't date that girl. Well, you can't say that about all of them, Mike. 
Are you sure about that? That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> Did you just uh, can, can we can we get can we uh stop playing around and get real? All right. Did you just end up dating a bunch of crazy ones? Oh, basically, yeah. Were they all all crazy? Yeah, hot though, but crazy. Wait, did you ever watch uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yes, the, I, I the, trust me. The, the hot I'd, crazy scale. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> they were they were off the charts. Uh, they, they were very high on the hot scale, like way way out of my league. Uh, but apparently it worked. I don't know how, uh, but uh, definitely off the charts on the crazy scale. Yeah, I know how it works, Mike. <laughs> that's, that's right. I All wish. Right. <laughs> well, you just keep uh, hitting the gym, and, and uh, I know you had a leg day today. And uh, oh, look at you look so swole. Oh, Mike, you're making me jealous. I stepped on the scale this week, uh, and then I didn't have lunch for two days. <laughs> Greg, here's the thing, though: you're married. You 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 won the game already. Yeah. So. But I also, uh, we were just, t- we got to go all the way back to the beginning of the podcast. We were talking okay. about sleep. Uh, and I didn't wake up till nine o'clock this morning. Like I'd wake up and then I'd like just, no, I'm, it's not, it's not my time yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, and at one point, uh, our oldest, uh, like was trying to like, dad, dad, it's time to get up. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go, you go uh, play that tune somewhere else, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, we, us here, um, oldest son was up getting a bath and my wife was helping. And so I had, you know, the, the babies by me and I'm on the couch and I'm like, I don't think I was snoring, but I know I was, I, I was dozing a little bit. And I told that to her and she's like, that's not. You're getting too much sleep. I said, I don't, I'm not doing it on purpose because I'm like l- sitting upright. Right. Uh, and I said, I said, I, I think it's a, a health medical thing rather than, you know, like a, I'm just going to take a nap here. She's like, yeah, she's like, it's, it's, she, she knows it's weight related. So, but, but did start. she say, hold on, did she say you're getting too much sleep? Yeah. That's impossible. There's no such thing as too much sleep. I think. <laughs> In comparison to her, right now, in the situation, I'm 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 definitely guilty of getting too much sleep. Would you, would she be upset if right now you went and and like woke her up and said, "Honey, honey, you're getting too much sleep right now"? Yes. <laughs> and uh, um, I'd be dead. Oh, oh no no! All I said like. An uh, hour later, you show up at my door. You're like, well, it didn't work. Can I sleep here tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no, because then she knows that she's on the hook even more. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there was actually a couple nights ago, I uh, I slept on the couch with, with the twins downstairs uh, in, a, in a bassinet, twin bassinet, mm-hmm. so that I could, like, I was there uh, for, uh, I, I think I put them to sleep or, or tried putting them to sleep at one, and one of them woke up to eat at three. The other one woke up to eat at four, and then it was at six o'clock again. I'm like, I gotta get, some, I gotta get a shower, <laughs> I gotta get ready for work. Yeah, it, it was funny last night because we we were thinking about recording last night, uh, if if the time worked and stuff. And uh, I was at the gym, and you were with, but obviously with the kids. Uh, but it was you're like, oh, you said something like, I I I I think he's going to sleep soon, and then you sent me a picture. Of the most wide-eyed baby <laughs> I've ever seen in my life, I was like, I I don't know your kids, but they don't look tired at all. 
I've never been like, just like, oh, and why do we? And you're like, oh no, they're they're quiet, so that means they're going to sleep soon. I'm like, hey, maybe. It didn't work. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't evidenced work. by the fact that you—that's the last thing you heard from me last night. Yeah. So, all right. Well, with that being said, it's near midnight, which means that another round of feedings is on its way, and I, I can't even guarantee that this podcast is going to be out tonight. But you'll get it within a day. Yeah, podcasts are quicker than videos, <laughs> uh, so you'll get it long before next Friday. Uh, but uh, that's it for this new Nerds United on the Jitter Monkey Podcast Network. Send us a follow, a subscribe, uh, whatever it is you have to do. Uh, check out our YouTube, which again, uh, if you like hamburgers, my son doesn't. My oldest, he's crazy. Um, he doesn't. It's a texture thing. I've been told. I got to try to be like, okay. oh, I have a cheeseburger. No, okay. I have nothing, and I don't know what to tell you. We're having cheeseburgers for dinner. Um, I don't do that. We we don't starve our child. We should, but we don't. Uh, but uh, uh, check that out uh, on YouTube, and uh, we're almost to the point where it's time for old uh, Papa Greg to have another shot of wild turkey. We have been on 38 uh, for a long time, 38 subscribers for a long time. If we get to 40, I'll do another shot. So 40, subs- 40 subscribers, and he finishes the bottle of wild turkey, everybody. That's, nope, that's not it. That was the rules we made. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, so uh, he is the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. I'm Greg Mahachko. I'm just a regular host. I'm not nothing special here. Uh, but we thank you for listening each and every week, and we remind you to be kind. And rewinds. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.